good vibes. A good evening. I do not attempt to adjust your radio. There is nothing wrong. The Knutsons. have taken control as to bring you this special show. Who are the Knutsons? Only good vibes. Only good vibes is the plan. Only good vibes, good vibes. Okay, this is called the Knutson Effect. Hello. Hello, Rueta. Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 we've got you good. Right. Thanks for taking time to con- come on and chat to us, Rueta. I was just saying to John there, is it too early for a Christmas mug? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's too early right. for a Christmas mug. <laughs> Christmas is cancelled this year, isn't it? Well, yeah, Santa, like it looks like it. Santa's isolating. You know, it's Christmas every day in here. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I was going to buy my dog's Christmas outfits the other day because yeah. I just thought, why not? Let's do it early. Let's do it now before everything shuts down again. Uh, yeah, Santa, Santa, I think Santa's got a shield. I think Santa's shielding for the next couple of months. He's, he's Probably. He, he can't risk it, really, can he? So are, you, are you both in Scotland? Yeah, we're up in there just next to Glasgow. Glasgow, so, yeah, you said. Yeah, just cool. down there. One of my favourite places, Barrowlands, I love. love oh, yeah, it's great in there. You've played in there before, venue. Then, yeah. It's a great venue. I played it twice, once with the Mondays, once with someone else I think we were supporting Ocean Colour scene. But right. I mean, I played I played everywhere else probably, but I really do love, um, yeah, I love Barrowlands. Yeah, some but good I, vibes in there. Last time I was at the Hydro, I think, with Hacienda Classical probably. Oh, that's yeah, a, yeah. That's a good venue as well, but and I really love the atmosphere of Barrowlands. Absolutely massive in the Hydro as well, isn't it? Yeah. How, um, how did you find singing in there? Yeah, I think it was, I, I always find singing anywhere brilliant, especially <laughs> now. No, um, I love it. I love a Glasgow crowd, to be honest. The Scottish crowd have done Murrayfield with them um, when we supported Oasis. So wow. Scottish crowds are always the best, but Glasgow specifically. And that's the truth. I say it in every interview when they say, what's your favourite gig? I always say the crowd. I think we all say it, though, from Manchester. Manny says it from the Stone Roses. Yeah. He always says Glasgow. And I went to Glasgow Green to see them. And yeah. um, it's just the atmosphere. Ireland's pretty similar, Dublin. And yeah, um, yeah lots of places in Ireland are similar. And Manchester, of course. But... Yeah. Um, you, it's yeah, it, it's it's hard to beat Glasgow. It's like a football match. Say again. We appreciate the good music up here. And yeah, it's I, like it's like a football game though. It's like um, you play a tune that they love, and it's like you scored a goal. It's brilliant. And we're also very very drunk half the time as well. Right? Well, so we're way out in front of the Mondays. <laughs> Just having party. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We like a good party. No, the Barrowlands is a, a Glasgow institution. That's a, a bit of history right there in Glasgow. What a legendary place. That's where I would love to play again, to be honest, out of all the places anywhere in the world. I always mention Barrowlands. And yeah. It, yeah, it's, I don't think I've played it since, um, oh, in the 90s, probably. But yeah. um, I just remember it as, I hope it's still the same. It was oh God, it's not changed one bit. Like, honestly, right. it hasn't changed a bit. Even the paint on the wall is the exact same. That's <laughs> why I like that, though. It's the same yeah. with Princeton Academy is always, you know, the, the building stays the same, the dressing That's rooms are shit. But it's, uh, it's, just, it's just a proper gig and with a proper crowd and... You know, yeah. no sitting down and going, come on then, entertain us. <laughs> yeah, just, did, did I see somewhere where you were working with Paul Weller, written somewhere? Yeah, it's done. Um, the tune with Paul Weller, it should be out soon. It's just lockdowns put everything back. It was supposed to be out in the spring. Um, Noel Gallagher's on drums and bass. And me and Paul Weller are singing. Really? And Steve Craddock's on guitar. And right. it's Gary Cobain's project, um, he's Future Sound of London. And right. it's called, um, his project's called Amorphous Androgynous, which is really easy to say. Get it wrong every time. But he's just released the thing that's coming out before the one with Paul Weller and me. So it's, it's three years ago we started it. It's one of them big projects. It's even got Kate Bush's nephew on violin. God, but it's a little, enough. it's epic. It's just, it's, it's probably going to be about eight minutes long. It's um, called um, Mantra or, or Crossing Over. 
Um, it's one of those double titled tunes, but um, it's a bit like Tomorrow Never Knows by the Beatles. It's I love it. I'm not going to no, swear, but I love it. No, I no reason. No, the only reason I ask is because I seen Paul Weller in the Barrowlands like about ten years ago. Oh, so I noticed that. That's what I seen him. It's probably one of the last concerts I seen in there, and it was him in there. So just the fact you're working with him is phenomenal. Well, I always wanted to work with him. Um, he's, he's just, he's, I've always been a fan. Having said that, the last time I saw him live was at the Apollo in Manchester. Right. And he, he did play what felt like a, about a three hour guitar solo of a tune I didn't know. And he, he wasn't, he didn't play any of his hits that day. So, right. you know, fans go to see what they want to hear your hits. And um, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a bit like being in, um, it was good for about 10 minutes. And then you go, play some of we know. Stop it now, because it really was like just a jam with a band, which is really fascinating for a bit, but it went on and on and on and on. <laughs> yeah, so um, I like him when he plays his hits because he's got so many hits. Stop it, sorry, my dog's attacking me. Pack it in. <laughs> che, you're a good boy. No, biting, yeah, biting. Yeah. Sorry. My dog with you. He's a puppy. I've got two with me. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, yeah, we puppy there. I was yeah. thinking about getting a puppy, actually. Yeah, well, really my dog... My dog passed away. One of my dogs passed away on June the 9th. So it's been locked down. I nursed him all through. And then um, I couldn't really cope without having the two. And yeah. I missed him so much. So it's, re- it's really, really helped me getting the puppy. It's just because he's, he's bites me. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> he's not really biting, but um, yeah, like, he, he loves attention all the time. So it's, he's, it's learning. Been he's learning. Yeah, stop it. Come here, Jay. He's learning how to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm not talking to him, sorry. Yeah, so it always crazy. seems to happen when we get a guest on. An animal always seems to start attacking them. <laughs> so I don't know what it is about our show, but it's been sat really quiet. It's literally because it's because you're not giving him attention. Sorry, stop it, Jay. I'm not playing. You still want a puppy, John? Uh, yes. Oh, I, lo- I love them. I, just, I couldn't be without them. But because uh, my kids are grown now, I love it. I love coming home to them when I've been on tour. It's fantastic. My son's yeah. in his thirties, so he looks after them. So I don't have to worry. But coming home to them, it's like it's like coming home to your kids, but you don't really have to talk to them if you don't want to. You know, you, They're you always so happy cuddle. to see you as well. Oh God, they love it. It's like, yeah, it's brilliant. I love. I just love. I really do love dogs. I've never had a dog before. It's something I've always wanted, but it's it's on the it's on the list. It's something oh. I'm going to get at some point. Yeah. You've got me, John. <laughs> well, I'm like John's little pet. It's not, it's, you don't have a tail. <laughs> you do have tails but the wrong way it's stuck in the wrong way yeah so I'm the wrong way around not a tail that you know of John not a tail that you know of actually I shouldn't presume you might not have tails you don't know anymore you're not allowed to say anything about anything stop it Jay behave yourself sorry so have you been keeping yourself busy through lockdown right? are you still singing away yes yeah, the busiest I've ever been to be honest I've been singing this morning I was doing something for Salado who are massive now um so, yeah, no, I've been working with all the people I want to work with. I've done through lockdown. Todd Terry, I've got a single out with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jodie Harsh, um, that they're out now. I've just had one out with Kenny Dope. Um, oh. They're just massive mm-hmm. names. And it's like, yeah. because it's lockdown and nobody's on tour and nobody's away. I normally I'd see them in Ibiza, all these people. And, yeah. and we're just messaging each other and saying, hey, do you fancy doing a tune? And you're like, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to Verbier last week in Switzerland singing with um, a couple of lads called Verses. So I've just, I've really not stopped. And I did one yesterday. We've got the final mix that's going on Salado's label with a guy called Dylan Nathaniel, who was amazing from LA. Oh, um, I've just really, really not stopped. I've not done it with the people that people would think I'd be working with. Not done work this time with any Manchester bands or right. anything, apart from the Paul Weller track that's coming out. It's, it is really more house music and dance music. Apart from, I've done one tune with um, um, an orchestra in Ibiza called the White Island Orchestra called Everything is Beautiful, and that's just gorgeous. Oops, yeah. so I can't wait for that to come out. 
Um, When's so, that one coming out? That, that sounds like well, we don't know. It's all because of lockdown, because obviously because we missed the season in Ibiza. I went over there twice, where really I would have been promoting the single. Yeah. Um, but we've just put it back because of the season and take, took our time because it's an orchestra playing as well. They yeah. can't because of social distancing. Uh-huh. You can't you can't practice? Can't rehearse? They can't practice? So all the parts have had to be done separately. So it's a pain in the bum, really, but yeah. it's coming. I'm going to redo a bit of the vocals because I think it's so special. And um, yeah, I'm going to do a couple of redo the vocals probably tomorrow for that one. Um, but not for any reason, really, just that we're taking ages doing it. So, um, yeah, but I'm just I'm just think it's I'm really, really lucky that I've got a studio at home, so I don't have to move. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and I just I literally wake up in the morning and start singing and writing. I have a microphone set up next to my bed. So um, yeah, it's just it's just been perfect in yeah. that respect, and yeah. I loved it for a bit, and then you just get <laughs> fed up of it, don't you? Yeah, so. it's amazing to see how, how productive people have been during lockdown and just trying to make the most of their time and just make the yeah try and turn it into something more positive. I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've been productive, lots of creative people, but now it's just now we can't see an end in sight. Yeah. Starting to get frustrating now because now I can still work with all the people. I work with all the people I want to. There's mm. nobody left. Most of the other people I want to work with have passed away. George Michael, David yeah. Bowie, Prince. They're not here anymore. So mm. I'm running out of people to work with in this lockdown. And even though it's not proper, proper lockdown, it is pretty much. Um, there's no gigs for us at all. Yeah. Um, they've had these social distancing ones and some of them are good. And I was hoping to do a couple of them, maybe with Bez. But we were very touchy feely people, we'd probably get in trouble and <laughs> yeah. um, but we did have one booked in for March that was put back to November. Uh-huh. That looks like it won't go ahead now until next year, which I'm gutted about. Yeah, but, that is um, getting quite frustrating now, isn't it? The longer it goes on, it's just it is because there's, there's no date when we, there's no date where you know it'll happen again. And I'm starting to think it's not gonna we've got a gig our next Happy Mondays gig is January the 9th, Paradiso, Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. It was the right. first gig to be cancelled and I've just been asked if it doesn't happen, will I be available in January 2022? It's just, oh, oh okay. because it might not happen. And it's like, I've been looking forward to that gig for so long because yeah. I love Paradiso in Amsterdam. And this year we should have done Glastonbury. Yeah. We should have done Isle of Wight Festival. We've, yeah. we've probably got a good tour coming up next year with another band. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say who yet, but uh, that'll be the end of the next year if, if we're allowed to. Well, yeah. even if that's 2022, I'm, I'm sure it'll definitely be worth the wait anyway, again, to play in Amsterdam. Yeah, but soon. it will be worth the wait, but we can, you mean, you can't, everybody thinks everybody's millionaires and all this lot. We can't live on nothing. I don't know mm. what people, a lot of people, the lighting guys, the crew, all yeah. that lot. We've got a whole team of people working for us and people are going to have to start getting proper jobs, even myself as well, you know, whatever you do. I'm all right to write songs, but I probably won't see the money from those till next year, yeah. to be honest, from sales. The money is in gigs and performing. And um, without that, it's hard because I don't demand money for, uh, I get I do a lot of deals where I don't get loads and loads of money for performing yeah. on records. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be a bit more um, up front with that now and ask for more and ask, make sure I'm 50-50 and stuff because I write everything. Yeah, but yeah. I never used to bother about the money. But nowadays, we are really going to be skint because we're living on everything we've earned over the years. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, and everybody, it's like you see these DJs, but they've got big houses. They've usually got a load of kids. They've got um, expensive wives quite often <laughs> and uh, or expensive husbands and yeah. yeah and so you know you have a lifestyle that the and yeah. things it's, it's just not fair when you've worked hard whatever job you do it's yeah. not fair that oh. um it's all going to come to an end i mean it's, it's nobody's fault really but they're gonna have to support the entertainment industry yeah. or i really do think there will be some kind of proper riot because i don't know what telling us to get proper jobs is just 
um, yeah, taking the piss because if you, if you train for to do a proper job anyway and a lot of us I'm too old to be starting something new really but if we train to do a proper job it'll take a job of somebody else who's really good at that job yeah, you know, I've, I've just spent 40 years doing what I do. I'm, I'd be going training. Say I wanted to be a drama teacher. I'm taking a drama teacher's job away and who's somebody who's really well trained. And yeah, I could yeah. just be going in there because I, I work with Happy Mondays and I work with all these things, you know, and it's just, it's, I think it's, it's horrible. It's also the fact that you're so used to touring with the guys for the Happy Mondays and then you, you spend a lot of time on the road. It must be strange to have spent this time away from each other as well. Like you say, you're probably very close. <laughs> We are, especially me and Bez, but I mean, I have seen him, but it is completely different touring. But we did do a 30-day tour at the end of the year, and we mm -hmm. toured Australia and New Zealand last year. So oh. I didn't mind having a bit of a break away from them, to be honest, because I'm the only girl. <laughs> and um, the tour bus is great, but I love coming home. Um, the thing I've missed most this year, though, is the gigs in Ibiza, and, you know, I, I always go to Ibiza and do a load there, and yeah. then come back with the band. And me and Bez had a gig at um, Hard Rock Hotel, Children of the 80s, and I was trying to get this gig for ages and we managed to get the gig June the 19th, it should have been. Right. And then this happened. So hopefully that'll happen again next year. But I've been to Ibiza twice and it's just, you have to wear a mask in the street and you're boiling. And <laughs> most of it's short. My plane landed at 12 and everything was closed. So yeah. I don't mind there being no clubs personally because I don't mind going to bed a bit earlier and stuff. But yeah, it's yeah. just the devastation and all the people who work and live there. Yeah, that's, it's, that's um, it's ruining people. And it's yeah. uh, when everyone gets disheartened because you just can't see when it's going to end. It's just yeah. dead sad. It's a mad, what a crazy year. <laughs> what a crazy year. It, makes you, it makes, you, makes you wish you did something. Like like my son, is, he's worked all through it because he does promotions in something. I can't say where he works, but he does, yeah. he's got a job where it's classed as a key worker. So ah, he yeah, was able yeah. to work and he had a few days off because he had a bit of a cough at the beginning of it. And he couldn't yeah. wait to get back to work because it's boring. And I was like, <laughs> God, I was so jealous thinking, normally yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't want to do a, day, a nine to five. He does he does three till nine, which isn't so bad, or 12 till six. Yeah, so yeah. it's not that bad, his hours. But normally I wouldn't want to do a job, the same job every day. But I was so jealous of him thinking, God, I wish I had one of them jobs. <laughs> because you just want to get out of the house a little bit, you know. And, um, yeah. And see people. I don't. I don't mind not hugging people. Like, they get something else when I do go out. People go, "Oh, I just want to hug you." They don't even know me. <laughs> or, or, or they want selfies. It's just stupid, you know. Yeah. Because we do have to keep a distance. Manchester's the, got the worst. It's supposed to be in the country. The worst rates in the country and that's because yeah. nobody's wearing the flipping they're not doing what you're supposed to do and yeah, it really yeah. annoys me it's for the old people we've got to really respect the old people cause yeah. I've seen old people won't come in the shop because people haven't got masks on just put a flipping mask on for them yeah just suck up yeah, do you see you were in Switzerland as well recently Rita? yeah just uh, just over a week about two weeks ago yeah and it snowed it was beautiful verbiate I've never been before I said, I kept saying to them, I've never been to Switzerland before. And yeah. then this guy who was the chef in the, this hotel I was staying, he went, yeah. oh, I saw you in Geneva in 91. And I've been telling everyone for two days, I've never <laughs> been to Switzerland. But, um, crazy tour. Yeah, European <laughs> tour, so with the Mondays, you wouldn't remember, would you? So, um, yes. so, um, so it's funny, but it, yeah, I loved it. It was um, it was different, but I couldn't breathe up in, up in the mountains. Yeah. It's lovely over there, though. It's, it's gorgeous, but the, uh, the altitude, I'm not used to it. I'm, never, I'm scared of heights, so I never go high. Yeah. But honestly, I could because I went to sing as well in the studio, and I couldn't breathe, so my voice was absolutely wrecked. Yeah. I did um, a happy birthday to Alan McGee, um, who's it's Glasgow, isn't it? Alan McGee. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. So I did, um, I did um, a happy birthday because he's sixty the, the other day. So I video did a video and oh. didn't realise I'm like that. 
happy birthday, Alan. Happy <laughs> I'm awful. I, I, I really do so sound like, well, sound like both like to do Mel B or whatever she's called. But, yeah, uh, did, you, did you try the uh, the yodeling when you were over there? And no, the I didn't. No, people, people <laughs> said, I was, <laughs> no, I was singing in the streets. It's really weird. I could sing in the mountains in the streets because the, the reverb in the streets with the mountains and all the, the wooden buildings. Switzerland's oh, just another world. Isn't it? It's so beautiful, isn't it? It's just unbelievable. Yeah. That Verbier, I think they were saying the cheapest houses there were 10 million or something. Oh, yeah. We were really lucky because our friend, he owns the hotel there. So, and he, he used to live in Manchester, so he's got a studio in Manchester as well. So he sent for us to go over and um, do some stuff, which was just uh, really, really lucky, to be honest. Yeah. And um, yeah, and it's just this beautiful hotel uh, called the Faraday. So it was great. But again, there weren't a lot of people wearing masks over there because they were all going, oh, we've all had it. So I was a bit worried that we've, you know, I was being careful though, and um, I only had one late night as well. So what was that it was, again it was you were great. doing over there as well? I was just singing in the studio. Oh, just recording it. because there's a studio there, but it's a studio in Manchester, so I could have done it here. But um, yeah, me, it's, my, it, me and my girlfriend actually drove to Switzerland. We drove at the end of last wow. year, and uh, when we got there, we got did you, we got had to pay a year's road tax. We just went over the border, and, they, and we kind of I thought it was a toll just to get off like through a bridge or something. And Why just, do you have to do a year's road tax? Because yeah. for and the did we get robbed? So you have to do, Are you going to We just visiting, right? Yeah, yeah, just passing through. Wow. It says you need to pay a, a whole year's road tax. We thought we're only here for a couple of days. So oh, because it's not Europe. No, I don't That's know what why. happened. That's why. But it's probably just some random at the side of the road wanting to rob us. To be fair, it's probably. Oh yeah, that could we be. Have no. the money that drives by. It is different though because it's not Europe. It's Swiss francs and all that. So ah, it must yeah, be so that. Pro- that's probably what it is because you can travel through Europe without all that. I think, but yeah, not yeah. probably Switzerland. All oh, oh, wow. than that, beautiful. All oh, than getting robbed. It was a beautiful country to visit. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it'd be lovely to drive through. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, I'm interrupting. I'm not hearing you as loud as I could. Go on. Oh, sorry, just not, uh, sorry to kind of take it away from this, right? I'm just taking it back to your early days. And what, what inspired you to get into singing? What, what was your influences way back when, when you were going to uh, want to become a vocalist then? I didn't want to be a singer at all. I, I, know, no. um, I was never encouraged to. I just used to get told to shut up all the time. I didn't just didn't take it seriously. I just would sing along occasionally. And right. uh, I hear, hear all these singers that came out singing out of the womb and all that, and it didn't happen for me. I right. was just, my stepsister went in for a talent competition, and I went in to keep a company. And um, I just got all this attention when I did it. And I could, I could play a few chords on a guitar. So that's right. when I did a sang a comedy song, and I won this this competition in Butlins. Right. But up till then, I didn't get in the choir. I think that happened with Shirley Bassey because I didn't sound like all the other kids. Yeah. But um, I was told to mime when we did a nativity musical. Oh, my and then God. It was, the, it was about when I was about um, 13 when I started winning lots of com- talent competitions yeah. um, and realising you could win £50 or whatever you'd win. <laughs> and um, so I'd enter them and win and I, I very rarely would lose. And then um, once somebody told one of the teachers at school, um, that I've got this voice. So they started to do musicals around me for the last two years, which right. was great. And I used to act school, but I would only go in for drama and to do the musicals. And that's the truth. I would never go to lessons the last couple of years. It was just everyone who knows me from school, I didn't go in. I, I would just go, oh, I've got to go in school this afternoon for an hour after school because <laughs> yeah. I've got to rehearse my musical. And I used to get away with it anyway. So yeah. I just used me, to carry me, on. John used to do that. We used to just skip school and go buy records, didn't we, John? You just got to go out there and just not go to school. <laughs> Yeah. I, do, I used to go in though, but I was really cocky. I'd go in for registration, then walk out, and then spend the day in town um, with the lads, and then rush back to go and do my musical. Yeah, really cheeky. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much exactly what we did, but we didn't rush back. 
Yeah, you've got to go into registration. Don't... Yeah, no, it's only if I didn't have the musical, I wouldn't have, would never have gone back. But like, my mum used to write notes for me and everything. She's a bit bad, really. But yeah, <laughs> that's a good mum, that's brilliant. Oh, I used to have to forge it sometimes, but never mind. <laughs> and then was it all when you just right there with the hacienda was all kicking off? That was a great time in music, wasn't it, for the for the British scene? Really, were you just writing about that just good timing? Really, it was good timing. I was a little bit later than the others because. Um, I think it was the late 80s, really, 89 and stuff, 88, 89, the Summer of Love. And yeah. I went in probably around that time, 89. I was in a battered wives' home, though, me in 87. So it took me a couple of years to get on my feet and everything. And yeah. then I first went into the end of probably 89 and loved it, but didn't know anybody. Yeah. And um, just I just wanted to know everybody. And then a few months later, I did because I was with the Mondays. And yeah. um I knew everybody, you know what? I was that girl I wanted to be, so it was great. Yeah. But really? um, yeah, it, it was it was fantastic, a fantastic couple of years in Asienda, and then it went horrible, and I stopped going because it was violent, it was nasty, and um, ah, right. people on the door. So it was it was good for the couple of years, but I wish I'd gone maybe a little bit earlier. But it, yeah. everything works for a reason. I wouldn't have been in the Mondays back then. So it's, yeah. how did you get started with the Mondays? How did how did that come about? Um, I told the story a lot, so I won't go on and on. But I was um, I was just a fan, and um, I used to sit in the office and. Because their office, um, Mundy's office, Nathan McGough, his, his office was next door to my manager's office, who was Elliot Rashman from Simply Red. And mm -hmm. so I literally dropped the kids off at school and would go and sit in the office and get to know everybody. I'd not met Sean until probably the day before we did GMEX. Even when I did Step On, I'd still not met Sean face right. to face and said hello. But the rest of them I did. Yeah. It was <laughs> but um yeah so it's um i just wanted to i wanted to join them i told the manager i wanted to join the band and he was saying yes. we're not looking for a girl they weren't looking for a girl and mm. i just knew i'd be great with them i thought it'd be like t-rex where uh, the voice um, yeah, yeah. i thought my voice would be great for them and then i gave nathan a ticket to come and see me in legends which was across the road from his office and yes. um, to come and see me I was with this 12-piece band uh, with quite a lot of um, like people from Simply Red and other bands um, in the band, and it was just a one night, off, one night only. Yeah. And he just said after the gig, "God, you're mad, you're madder than the lads." And um, <laughs> I had this little fur coat on, and I was pouring whiskey on stage and drinking it, which I still do a bit. And um, yeah, and he just said, "You're madder than the lads." And then I didn't hear anything. He still didn't want a girl in the band. And then two weeks later, I think it was that. Um, Elliot, the, my uh, Simply Reds manager, who's my manager, he said, are you sat down? And then he told me that wow. um, I've got to go to London and uh, go and see Paul Oakenfold and Steve Osborne, who I didn't know who they were. Yeah. And um, yeah, to go and sing on Step On. I think the lads were away then as well, I think they were in Sitches. And that's when they ended up in Spain and it was on tour. So they yes. ended up doing the video in Spain for Step On after I'd done my vocals. And um, I couldn't be on the video because I, was, I had a gig in Manchester. So yes. we tried to film my bits on the roof in Manchester, but I can't do heights. So they had this <laughs> big um, lamp that they pretended was the sun and that set fire. I wouldn't go and stand and lean out of the roof. So we had to give it up. It was, it was like the lamp was on fire and I was screaming. So, um, right, so I'm not, I'm not in the Step On video. I'm only in the American or Japanese ones. Stop yes. it! <laughs> how did I was going to ask you as well, Rita, How did you keep Sean and Bez in, in line? But I think they were probably keeping you in line by the sounds of it. Yeah, we're all as bad as one another, to be honest. Uh, I like partying. It's, nowadays, it's just me and Bez do it, really. So it's only us. Uh, Mount Day likes to drink, but yeah, it's just me and Bez that stay up all night. Yeah. And everyone back to our room. We're still a bit like that. <laughs> but we have club nights. But uh, yeah, no, I'm just like one of the lads. Um, and I had kids at home, but they weren't on tour with us. So I mean, yeah, we'd yeah. only go on tour really a couple of weeks at a time, maybe three at the most. And, and if we were in the UK, we'd, go, we'd managed to come home in between. But the longest tour we did was America. It was about six weeks, and that was too long yeah. to be oh, away. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. And I must have left the band about five times arguing with Sean, but um, <laughs> I always pack my bags and then I'd have to get a lad, a lad I'd, have to, I'd have to pull a lad to come with me to the next city in America to help me with my bags. <laughs> <laughs> and then dump him, dump him in somewhere. Dump, I, did, I did that. I picked one up in Denver. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. But then um, when we got to Wisconsin, it was time for him to go. <laughs> that is survival. Survival on the road. Yeah. <laughs> You must have some great stories to tell from all the touring. I don't really like telling them though. I might do a book one day, but until then, I don't. I don't think it's cool sometimes to tell all the stories. Yeah. Um, and also, Sean and Bez do a lot of. Well, Sean's really good at storytelling. Not always true, but he's a great storyteller. Um, what would so, you see some of your some of your highlights then, Roy? I would you see over and, and some of your best highlights looking back then? Oh, they're just all the gigs that've been brilliant. I've got loads. As yeah. I said, I'm probably going to save it all for my book when I go right into detail, but <laughs> because I do keep trying to write books, I've been asked for years, but I find right. it too hard. The serious stuff is a bit hard for me to write. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, even like with me, we fell out for a bit the Mondays. I fell out with Sean for a bit, and Sean fell out with. But I'm not going to go into details on that. That would be more in a book, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but I'm just glad it's all great now because it really is. Um, we got back together in 2012 mm. for one gig, and we're still together now, and that's um, amazing. I think it's time to write a book, Rita. There's no better time than right now, is there? <laughs> because we've got all that Yeah, time. no, I get too distracted because, honestly, I get distracted by the music and also yeah, because yeah. Um, people think, oh, yeah, that'd be a fun book. It would be if it cuts out the real, real gritty stuff. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, I've not had a really good life, so it's, it's difficult, you know, and yeah, I don't want to hurt my mum uh, because my mum's still mm-hmm. living and you don't want to... So I'm thinking, should I wait till my mum passes? But it's a horrible thing to think. So yeah. I do get upset. But I've written loads of it and I speak loads. I've written loads down. I'm just... And uh, people wanted to do it with me because they all want to make money out of it and stuff because Sean's <laughs> done a book. I think Sean's done a few. Bez has done a book. Um, and it'd be good from a girl's point of view. Yeah, it won't yeah. all be about the Mondays, you know. And then... Um, yeah, and I've got friends who have done a really... One of my best friends is Martina Cole. So, you know, yeah. I know um, it's great you can get your head down and get your head writing a book but because it's my life it's a bit hard yeah definitely but it sounds like a really positive time for you now i mean what you're getting stuck into now is like you taking charge of your own like you say you don't i think you see i said somebody didn't want to be looked at as a background singer you want to charge forward to the forefront and be respected and rightly so yeah, because I've never been a backing singer, even though if I backing sing with a band, it's because I like the band because I want to, because I think I'll make it better. Yeah. I've never been, I've never, because I just don't like doing sessions where I would do backing, these better backing singers than me that are happy to, you know, to just compliment the singer. Yeah, it's yeah. because of my love for the Mondays that I sung with the Mondays. And I wouldn't call Gloria from T-Rex a backing singer. She's a great singer. Yeah, and yeah. Then it just really annoys me that they they really do only say with black girls really that the backing singers that are really good singers because they don't say it with Talisa from Endubs or Fergie from Black Eyed Peas yeah, or yeah. Anna from the Scissor Sisters. They don't yeah. say that with them. So um, I, I forgive people for in back in the day and oh they don't know the Mondays. But if you it's like calling Bez a backing dancer, there's no need to say backing. Yeah, you might yeah. as well say blacking. It yeah, really yeah. pisses me off because yeah. it is a bit racist saying it. And yeah, so when yeah. I tell, tell that people, like people still, I'll do an interview next week and someone will say, so it must be mad being the backing singer from Happy Mondays. And it's just <laughs> ignorant of them. I'm a singer. Yeah, so, you know, but I understand I don't go mad at people. I just correct them and say, yeah, you wouldn't not- say it to Fergie. I mean, I've started with Black Eyed Peas. I'm on Boom Boom Pow. 
I'm not a backing singer. I'm all through Boom Boom Pow. Yeah. Um, and number one in America for 12 weeks. I'm not a backing singer. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah, people will call me one, but not Fergie from the bands. That's wrong. Yeah, definitely. No, so I'm great. trying to make it right. I'll keep, I keep going on about it. But <laughs> it's a lot easier now, though, with social media. And I'm online a lot. Yeah. So um, it's a lot easier to correct people. And when I do interviews with people, tell them, can you take that out? And don't use my surname. And mm. Sorry about that. Don't use my surname and things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because people don't know, it's not their fault. I don't get angry, angry. I only get annoyed if they keep saying it. Yeah. Or if you put it... It's a shame, I think, Chris France from um, Talking Heads and um, the Tom Tom Club, he and his wife, um, I love them, Tina Weymouth, they produced the album Yes, Please. Yeah. And he was writing about it in his book recently about the whole experience. And he gave me the biggest compliment, you know, saying Rowetta was an exception. She was amazing. You know, having worked with the band room when they went to Barbados and everything. Right, and wow. it all went sits up um, for Yes Please. So he gave me this big compliment, but he said Happy Monday's backing singer was the ac- ac- exception. So I didn't I didn't reprint, I didn't uh, post it, what right. he said. So I was embarrassed, I was saying, oh, can I, pe- can I blank that out, tipex <laughs> it out, be- you know, of his book? Because he's written this book that really praises me, and people kept sending me the quote. Right. What a shame he called me a backing singer. Well, yeah. that's, you know, I understand it because that's what I basically I did on that <laughs> album and a lot of the bits. But there's a lot of songs where I did the guide vocals. If I do if I do backing, as I say, it's my choice to. Todd Terry's singing backing singing on my new tune with him, but he's not a backing singer. He's Todd Terry's legend, you know. Yeah, yeah. You heard it here first, guys. She's not a backing singer, right? From yeah. that last moment forward. <laughs> yeah. I've been saying it a bit all the time. <laughs> so how have you been finding there uh, working with people like in the just with the lockdown happening and all that sort of stuff, is it, is it still quite, you can find it pretty straightforward with the way the technology is now, or is it still kind of because you're not together, does that make it difficult at all, do you think? No, it makes it easy for me because honestly, right from, from when I was young, when I did computer studies at school, it's something I was really interested in when it was DOS. I've always been into computers. I built built computers for my kids. I've always been, it's just something I've always been interested in. Oh. When something breaks, when we had to have windows, I'd sort it out, I'd get a new sound card, I'd do all that. It's just I've I've always been interested and I don't I'm not um, I don't know everything there is to know in a studio, but yeah. I do know how to I know I find a programme, I learn it backwards. I know which equipment to get to make my voice better, you know, the best the matter. I, I use the same microphone. Um, a yeah, road yeah. microphone that suits my voice at home and um, yeah it's taken me years to get a good sound because it used to be terrible and I've, I'd be trying to do it on a cheap and get a cheap microphone and <laughs> try and get it to work and yeah. um, it, it, it was terrible so I would have to go to studios but I used to enjoy going to the studio I thought because um, I couldn't get peace and quiet at home but when you live without your kids around and you know I mean my dogs are snoring on most of my recordings now but that's about <laughs> it you, I, I, you know I live in a house where I, I, don't, I, don't, I can make as much noise as the one. I don't. Have, yeah, you yeah. Know, I'm not attached to anybody. I've got fields quite near me, and that's about it. It's not. It's not difficult for me to sing here, so yeah. it's great. And I would hate now to have to go to the studio. But um, yeah. some people I just love working with in the studio. I loved working with Todd in the studio in London. I went and did uh, some tunes with him. But I'm so much more relaxed when I'm at home. I just sit. You know, like. It just I'm still I'm still in bed sometimes doing these tunes with my dog snoring on me. As I say, <laughs> sometimes people say there's a noise. More relaxed than that. Yeah, sometimes they clock the snoring. They go, "There's a noise running all the way through." Can you redo the vocal? <laughs> yes, and I go, "It's just my dog snoring." But I love the fact because now he's passed away. He's on most of my tunes oh, that I've yeah. done in the last year, which is really beautiful. Really, he's your backing singer. <laughs> no, he was black as well. <laughs> you wouldn't say about the white one. We've got a white one as well. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't snore, though, to be honest. 
I think you hear a lot of people saying that they're quite relaxed in the house, in the home studio, so it kind of comes across in the music as well, doesn't it? It does. I mean, when I go into my studio downstairs as well, the proper one, but when I go into the proper studio, it's it's different because yeah. I'm stood up and I start acting like I'm in the studio and pretending there's a sound engineer there, even though if there isn't. Yes. But um, when, I'm, when I'm upstairs and I just, I'm literally, I just do my guide vocals in my bedroom when I wake up and I just, and quite often people just say, it doesn't need redoing. And because I've got a decent microphone up here, but I don't yeah. have all the sound booth and all that around me, which I have downstairs. Yeah, yeah. Teach, but but honestly, because I've got a good voice for singing, in you know, it just it carries well when yeah, I sing. Yeah. So luckily, most of the time they say that that first take it was just my ideas. A lot of those are used on the, and I'm really proud of. It, but I can hear all the mistakes and stuff. But if they're not bothered, it's like job done you know, yeah. I did one this morning for Salado they're one of the biggest bands in the world at the moment and yeah. that was just done in my bedroom you know and I went are you sure and they went yeah all they needed was like 16 bars of singing and oh. then they put it all the way through the record and you've got a hit and um, yeah so it's like fantastic yeah well it seems like you work with some phenomenal names it's great to see it Are you're just working with these sort of names that you've always aspired to work with now isn't it, is it is yeah it- no the, the young ones as well because I'm not I'm, you know I'm not like a baby there's loads of young girls coming up with loads of great girls coming up as well yes. but um, it's just great because a lot of these these lads they, they might have heard of Happy Mondays they might not the, it's more about the house music I've done because I've got respect now I've been sampled a hell of a lot yeah. so it's just really lovely you know that they're asking to work with me now um, and being put up with names that I really admire you know and they can ask any singer in the world to sing with some of these big... Salado can work with anybody they want, believe me. Oliver yeah. Heldens I've just had a big tune with. He's yeah. like, he's got 3.2 million followers yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. And, you know, and yet I've just had a tune out with him that did... We, I think it's had 2 million um, downloads on Spotify. That's completely out of my thing. You know, that doesn't normally happen. And yeah. it's like, he's just dead cool, though. You know, he's like one of the biggest stars in the world, Oliver Heldens. But he chose to have me on his records. Really? That's a bit, you know, he can have anybody he wants. And he has, he's just worked with Katy Perry and stuff. You know, right. he, can, he can work with anybody. And he does. And That's yeah, like um, Tool Room Records, isn't it? Because we had Martin yeah. Wright on a few months back now. Oh, wicked. Room, what, what they guys are doing is phenomenal. It's great to see. And that's a Amazing. great song. John was letting us hear it earlier on. It's phenomenal. What a great, and it's a throwback to the old rave sound, isn't it? It is, and, and two of them have been amazing with me, and DJ Mag, and these big, big names, and they give me my old hope. Like, they, they did this uh, like promo thing where they just kept flashing um, interviews with me and state things I'd, I'd said, um, talking about the sample and, and saying, they did ask me a question in an email, this is Tool Room, so what's it like uh, to have your voice coming, you know, walking in a club and hearing your voice on a massive tune? Yeah. And then I'd reply, and they'd put my reply as a big thing, you know, like that day was all about Rowetta, and it's like, that's like, it's Tool Room, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Um, and it's part of the promo, but they couldn't have it all about Oliver, and they didn't. You know, mm-hmm. my name's all over the video, and that's, it's just... It's really cool. It's, it's really cool to them. But Oliver has had a lot to do with that because he's insisted. I yeah. just asked him, can you just mention me? Because a lot of people don't mention me when I'm on the records. And yeah, he's yeah. more than mentioned me. He mentions me in everything. Probably scared because I said it. He's probably scared of not <laughs> mentioning me because he knows I watch everything he does. <laughs> but yeah, no, to, to be to be um, involved with Tool Room as well is just amazing. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, I probably I hope, I hope I'd love to work with them again. They, they said they might put me on one of the panels, which would be gorgeous. Um, but I did something with Mark Knight years ago, but it didn't work out well because the sound engineer recorded it really badly. He asked me to do it again. I think I'd done it at home, went in the studio, right. and the sound engineer recorded it badly. And I didn't. And I just asked him to email it or so send it to Mark Knight, yep. and I never heard anything again. And I was like, "Oh, and what's wrong with it?" And I didn't listen for ages to this. And he, it just it um, pitched it funny. 
and made my voice sound weird. So it looked like it was a piss tape what I'd sent to Mark. Ah, and I didn't right. know what was wrong. So, yeah, so um, I was like, oh, I'm not speaking to him again. <laughs> then, you, but he took me really well. If you want something done, you've got to do it. Want something done right, Rowetta? Is that the I should have checked it. Well, this is the it when you're in a studio and you're paying for time and whatever, and somebody else is going in after you. I yeah, think that's yeah. all it was. We were just running out of time. And um, yeah, so we were home in bed. Say again? <laughs> you would have been better recording at a home in bed. Yeah, I didn't have a setup at home back then, though. That was like about, God, it was about seven years ago. It was years ago. It was before Tool Room were massive. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, just did a tune with him. So I was like, I was, it's, I'm just glad. <laughs> Hopefully, I, I, sent, I sent him a message the other day. I'd love to do something with him, you know, not just Tool Room. It'd be yes, brilliant. it's a great team they've got over there. It sounds like they've been really supportive as well. Yeah. Really, fantastic. I've really enjoyed working. On the whole promo thing, you know, we just worked together. It was fantastic. And, you know, um, everybody at 10 o'clock were doing this and we're doing that. And it works. It's just, it's been huge, this tune. It's just, it's still, it's, you know, mm. it's just, they've just used it for Creamfields um, for their promo, Creamfields, uh, when they announced the lineup with all these big names and they've got my voice running all through it. And yeah. that, that was just yesterday or the day before. And nobody knows how it feels, but to me, I'm like, wow, I'm not going to lie. For other, other people, it's like, oh, it happens to me all the time. But I'm not going to say that. This, for me, it is a wow because it's been years since, you know, people used to go, you should get more credit for this and you should be a big star. I don't really care or I didn't think I did, but in a way, it's dead nice when people do credit you and you know i don't need to be a big star i don't want to be the famous bit but i do enjoy people saying oh that's you or people i mean yeah. people even wanting to work with me is amazing because as i say there's so many brilliant singers out there yeah. but and usually they work with me again and again might, i might talk a lot and everything but bez says that he loves me and it says i'm the maddest person he knows which is a bit bad because of all the people he does know yeah. And the maddest person he knows, but he does spend a lot of time with me. He chooses to, you know, when there can be a party next door and he'll come and sit and talk to me all night. So um, I love my best. Um, I think it's I think it's good to see now. Do you think things are changing a little bit for vocalist Rueta? Do you think there's a bit more respect in the way that they'll, they'll get pushed to the forefront? And you're saying there's a lot of new vocalists coming through now. Do you think it's such a different world now, isn't it, for getting into the music scene? So have I'll you got be honest, any I haven't got a clue what it's like to just start now. Because yeah. they've all these reality TV shows and stuff like that, and different ways of getting in. Yeah. Um, so I, do, I don't know, and I, I don't. I really don't think about other people. You have to really concentrate on yourself yeah, and not yeah. worry. Because I think when you, because I, I just decided I'd, I'd not. You're not in competition with anybody or anything like that. Because yeah. I don't have a manager and everything. A lot of these have marketing campaigns and managers or rich woman, mummy and daddies. I've not had any of that. So really, yeah. I just have to concentrate on myself. Not worry about you know if I want to sing with someone doesn't matter if they're working with somebody else at the moment cut that out of my mind um it's like i want to work with calvin harris i would love to um, yeah, yeah. He, he plays me all the time it's just actually liked my thing on instagram but i think that might happen but calvin, i'm just stepping calvin, back sort out calvin you have i to love calvin i know he's scottish as well i've interviewed yeah. him actually years ago and i asked back then but um i know he, he likes my voice because he plays me all the time and i've, inter I've interviewed him when i had a radio show right. and um but that was years well, ago a great collaboration you and calvin harris together well, i know no but i think it will happen but i'm not gonna mind or i'm not gonna i might one day get really drunk on my whiskey and, and say come <laughs> on because i've done that i've done that before now and it works usually but i don't want to do that i'm gonna sit back and wait for that one because I, I just would love him to just you know say to me right right i've got the song because that's what i said to him when you get the right song don't yep. forget and he yep. said he won't so i trust he won't but he might it's not the end of the world if he doesn't but no, i would love to work with him yeah well, who else would you like to work with as well Rita? I, I, if, if i want to work with just i don't know i would um 
I'd like to work with Nile Rogers, but to be honest, because I've, I've said this and I've met him and I've been on stage with him and mm. I love him. He's just such a down to earth person, but he does work with everybody. He's been working with everybody. Yeah, um, Carl yeah. Cox would like to work with because he plays my tunes all the time yeah, and definitely. he knows his music so well. Yeah. So they're dance music. Um, who else would I like to? I'd love to sing with Liam Gallagher. I think he's, I just love him. Yeah, um, yeah. I did uh, Stop Crying Your Heart out, out a few years ago. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, I don't know, I'd love to do something with Eric Cantona because I just love United, <laughs> even though he's not a singer. I'd love to sing <laughs> with, him doing, with him doing poetry and get Liam on the video like he did that one. I thought it was amazing. So, yeah, uh, something with Eric Cantona at Old Trafford yeah. um, would be amazing. Um, that would be yeah. amazing, actually. I'd like to see that. Yeah. What, what a legend. Um, but Calvin Harris, Calvin Harris. And also, um, he's, Calvin works with a guy called Alexander Technique who does a lot of remixes. I've just sent him a vocal, so he's working on that now, Alexander Technique. So right. I'm hoping maybe Calvin will do a remix on that because they're really good friends. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. think... I think that's going to happen. Um, I've sent them a really good vocal. I'm really happy with my best vocals. So, I mean, yeah, fingers crossed. Awesome. I think there's been a good shift in this scene recently because although it's been quite a depressing year in some ways, it's brought everybody quite down to kind of level, a level playing field where even the top names that are usually selling out these huge events, they're looking for a kind of everybody to kind of support each other because it's a realisation how fragile the scene actually is and how the music industry actually is. Yeah, definitely. But it's, it definitely still is a them and us because some people, they it, they survive completely different than others. You know, if you're struggling, yeah. it's like remembering your text, remembering the road crew and everything. Because we need people, to, the big names. We need you. Calvin Harris left, put a post up the other day on Instagram. We need yeah. those big names. Liam's just said something. We need them for because they're not going to listen to people that are lower down. It is a, a level yeah. playing field, but they still, the big names can really do do something. They're the ones that will make a change. Yeah, not yeah. not me, not anybody else, not, um, you know, I don't think Sean will make a difference and Bez from our band. Yeah, um, you it. know, even your Todd Terry is probably from a different country. I don't know, but your big, big, big names, they could yeah. make a difference. And then Mel C from the Spice Girls came on television the other day and just went, we've all got to stick together. Yeah, yeah. And she just promoted her album and didn't say what she needed to say <laughs> for yeah. the industry. And I just thought, yeah, she, about- she's got a big following. She could have really made a difference, you know. And she, yeah. and, but you, they do live in a bubble, some of these stars. It's different for them. And, and but I, expect, I, I do expect more from your big stars. The influence you know? they have is major, probably more than anybody in some ways, isn't it? You know, it's yeah. a lot of people put a lot of... What a stock in those those I, I've not got millions and millions of followers and I don't like to be political because yeah. I, you know because I don't want to spend my day arguing with people yeah, and yeah. I, I can't be bothered with talking about whether I'm into conspiracies or not yeah, I do yeah. music I make music but in a way I have to because that's my life yeah. and that's you know but no and I'm, I'm I don't have seven houses all over the world and have chauffeurs everywhere and all that lot. I'm a normal person and um, I work really, really hard and I've got kids and stuff like that and making sure my friends are all right. Um, I had a lovely, lovely life before this lockdown, don't get me wrong, and travelling and everything. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just, it's it's not, I don't live um, that completely where you cut off from everybody and you think that the world, oh, what's everybody going on about? But really, you've never been, you know, you don't know how much a a loaf of bread is. Yeah. That's not me. I don't, actually, I don't really know how much a loaf of bread is. But um, (laughs) everybody's making their own. (laughs) They're about a pound. I know. I know. No, but I don't like shopping really. And my son gets stuff like that for me. <laughs> so did you say um, you write your own music as well, Rueta? You... I always have done, yeah. I've always written. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I always write. Whatever comes out of my mouth is usually something I've written, to be oh. honest, whether it's a melody or a lyric. But um, yeah, 
So well, you know, I've always done that. So it's it just always comes natural. I'm good at I'm good at melodies. I'm really really good at melodies. Yeah. Coming up with a hook, they call it. Um, so this is why I've been sampled so many times. So I came up with a hook in 1988, 89, oh. and that gets used. That's the one that's on Boom Boom Pow. It's on Show Me Love. It's yeah. on just loads and loads of people have sampled it. Yeah. And Oliver Heldens, it's what he's used. But mm -hmm. it's because it's a good hook, um, yep. the catchy bit. And um, I'm really good at coming up with catchy bits. So when Salado sent me something um, I think it was last night at first mm -hmm. or yesterday, and I came up with something. I said, these are my first ideas. That's what I always do. Record it, send it them. And he went, can you come up with something a bit more catchy? And honestly, because he said it, about 10 minutes later, I made sure the next one. I <laughs> yeah. just Because sometimes I just said, I'm not precious about it. But sometimes you, you, I just I just always record my first ideas and, and sometimes uh -huh. it's good. But I'd rather someone says something um, productive yeah. and constructive and that, yeah, that yeah. I can work, work on. There is a question I like to ask the guests and just to get an interest in their music taste. What, what kind of albums are always your go-to albums that have stuck with you over the years? What's the albums? that you just never seem to leave the car or your, your stereo or what would you say is some of your favourite artists of all time then? The ones that remind me of when I was a kid so and this is surprises people when I didn't sing well a lot yeah. of the reason why I didn't sing was the, the voice that I have doesn't really go with the music that I used to like as a kid and it was punk and my favourite band when I was 13 was Crass and it was it's, it's pretty hardcore punk right. <laughs> um, and it surprises people but I used to listen on loop to this tune Mother um, right. Yeah, Myra Hindley's on the cover. You're very oh, sweet auntie mother. There she is on the front of the star. And I just a place you wish you were. And that was my favourite band. And yeah. I still listen to Crass now. And really? I have it in my car quite a lot. And Manny got in the car one day and he went because you wouldn't ever picture me as liking this band. Funky he out. wouldn't. Um, but I, I just I love the Sex Pistols. Obviously, never mind the bollocks. Changed yeah, my yeah. life. Uh, but yeah. yeah, but Crass, Crass, and um, and never mind the bollocks used to play all the time on loop. I like yeah. the Clash. I liked a lot of other bands. I liked the Jam and stuff, but yeah. I loved Crass and yeah. I loved um, the Sex Pistols album. Mm -hmm. I, I loved liked other music as well, more musically. But yeah, that's why we like to ask because it's never what we expect to hear back as a John. It's always some like bizarre kind of random album that's not what you're up to right now. You know, well, so it's always really with, interesting uh, to hear that. Before who makes like really kind of chilled out, laid back house, but he's like really into like thrash punk metal like it's like just total <laughs> chalk and cheese it's, but that's what I was into as a kid so that's what I would listen to now now I do listen obviously over the years I've listened to funk soul all sorts of music because of whatever yeah. clubs I've gone to with my mates and stuff mm -hmm. and I like all that that's just the one that really changed me and made me feel and that's probably why I wanted to be in a band more like a punk band and that's probably why I'm in Happy Mondays yeah, rather yeah. than I could have gone solo and done some like really you know, like done a Whitney Houston type or Aretha Franklin type music. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't. I'm not. I'm not from that background. I didn't do gospel and stuff. Probably yeah. would have done me better if I had. I probably would have had a much, much more normal life. Whatever normal is. Um, and I probably would have done better. I probably would have been like in like. I mean, I live in a nice house, but I probably would have had mansions everywhere and yeah. um, a fit men in every mansion, cleaning it up for me and everything. I would have had a dream life. If I'd done, you know, songs like I Will Always Love You, but it just wasn't for me. I might, I do do them though, weddings and stuff, when occasionally in balls, because I do a lot of charity balls. Yeah, but yeah. It's, um, and I do enjoy singing proper songs like that, yep. but um, it's not for me all the time. I like being in a proper rock and roll band. I like being... I think oh. for someone who originally didn't want to be a singer, you've done pretty well, haven't you? <laughs> Consider yeah, but I, do you know, do you know there's these a difference though. It's like the singing I love, I mean, I love um, because I've crafted it and I work, I practice every day I sing. 
yeah. um, I do. I really love. I actually love that. I feel like it's a gift. None of my family can sing. Right. My kids can, but if they wanted to, but they don't. But I'm saying nobody in my family from before me sings. All right. So yeah. it's just it's a proper gift. And I stopped smoking eight years ago because I thought I'd better take it seriously. Yeah. Um, ah! Che, you know, I go to bed earlier than I used to do because ah! I can't say my voice. Yeah. That's enough. What are you <laughs> doing? You're taking you a mickey. Tommy's attention. No, he's not. It's something outside. Sorry. Oh, is it? It's just someone walking the dogs, and because it's dark, they've got a torch on. Oh, yeah, black. what's going on? And what would you say inspires you as well? Like when you're sitting down to write music, where would you kind of draw inspiration from? Does it just come from... from, from it's like just the, the music. Yeah. It's People send me tunes, usually, and I just and you, you get the same one sending, sending me a tune every day and going, have you listened yet? Have you listened yet? And I go, no, I told you I'm working on a project. And then, but I will, when I listen, I do get sent a lot of tunes. I probably got sent four this morning. I get sent tunes all the time because I'm very approachable. Yeah. Um, and it's like everybody, they've got um, a band in Italy sent me something today. They want something like I did on Step On. Um, and then you get house, people do house, people do techno, uh-huh. um, drum and bass. I get sent all sorts. So I'm getting from all these different genres. And you've got to be in the mood to sit and listen to it. But yeah. I say to them, I usually reply, I'm quite polite. And I say, when I'm working on one tune, I don't listen to anything else. And that's the truth. Yeah, until yeah. I've finished because I'm writing and it's very rare I will listen to other music I don't really go out as well when I'm working on music I wait till I finish the tune so take it seriously yep. usually do the tune in a day anyway but if, if it's a project or something important that's yep. taking ages then I'll wait till I finish that well these kids they don't care do they? they just go have you listened yet have you listened <laughs> but all I do I put it on and I usually know within a few bars if, it, if you can feel it I listen to the first minute where it's usually just a beat yeah. And then when it kicks in, it's got to have something that grabs me. I've got mm-hmm. to love something about it or I don't ever go back to it again unless yeah. I really like the person or it's a big name. There's mm-hmm. some big names I've had to say no to because I just couldn't get into the tune. Yeah. Um, awesome. It was even even years ago, K- KLF, God, What yeah, Time yeah. Is Love? I didn't like it. Yeah. And it was number one for nine weeks. <laughs> and I was sent that. that. Was I know, I messed up there, I should have done it. I, I used to be like very much, I'm not doing that, I don't like it. Um, I didn't like um, M People's first one, they sent me How Can I Love You More. Didn't right, like yeah. it. God. Should have sent me another one that I liked. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Mike Pickering, <laughs> came around with the, Mike Pickering came around with a cassette with that on and I, I rang up Paul Oakenfold because he, um, he, was, he was my record label guy then. Right. And I went, I don't really like it, Mike Pickering's just come around with a cassette and I don't really like it, it's a bit slow and boring. <laughs> so Paul said, send it me and I'd let you know what I think. And he agreed with me. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't do it. <laughs> you can blame Paul then. No, no, no. I'd already said, but I, but I would have done it because Paul was my record label and Perfecto. Yeah, so, yeah. So um, I was still with the Mondays, but I was leaving to go and be with Perfecto and be a solo artist. Yeah, but then, yeah. Uh, the Mondays needed me again for Yes, Please, so it didn't happen, but... <laughs> That's a massive queue of people just uh, waiting to, to work with you. Anyway, we're going to be busy for some time by the sounds of it. Yeah, but a lot of them are really rubbish. A lot of them are crap. <laughs> 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 no, honestly, it's just, it's just because I'm easy and very easy to um, get hold of. It's like people will send me send me messages for Sean and Bez. It's just really annoying. We don't yeah. live in a house together, and you know, I'm, and you're more likely. I'm, I'm, if if you really annoy me about it, and can you give this message to Bez? I'll make sure you never meet Bez. I'll make sure you never see Bez if you keep <laughs> pissing me off because they get really annoying. Uh, if I send you a load of t-shirts can you give them to Sean no I'm not I'm not going to see him we're not on tour and even if we were I don't need a box of t-shirts for Sean so no it's rude anyway if you're not not got anything for me piss off 
Yeah, you were just saying you don't live it. You don't all live in the same house. God, can you imagine if he's all dead? It'd be absolutely. Well, as we sort of did back in the day when we were recording um, Pills and Drills, we yeah. were all we were together for a long, long time in the same house, and then on a tour bus in America for six weeks. We only stayed in a hotel for a few of them nights. It was mainly on the road. Yeah, so, yeah. and that's worse than actually living together, being on the tour bus. But I loved it back then. I couldn't do it now for um, with all of them because Sean and Bez don't travel with the rest of the band because yeah, yeah. Uh, Bez does a lot of after parties. So then I'll travel with him if I'm doing them with him. Yep. And um, Sean, he literally arrives before just before a gig and he's gone before I get off stage usually, going back to his kids if possible or back to yeah. bed. Let's change times. <laughs> well, yeah, no, he has to because if you look, he was a proper proper addict back in the day, and yeah. now he does that more like an older man, you know, and you know wants to go to bed. You can see he's not he's not like the young kid he was. Yeah, but me yeah. and Bez, you can tell we're still the same. <laughs> still still that's it. Oh, I. <laughs> no, but to be honest, because me and Bez were not addicts that way, so you yeah, know, people, yeah. you can think what you want about Bez, but it's, it was weed he was more addicted to, and he's given that up. And yeah, I used yeah, to like yeah. my cigarettes, and I've given them up. So yeah. it's much easier to sit up and talk for a long time. If, we, if you don't, if he doesn't smoke weed and I don't smoke cigarettes, yeah, you know, I can cool. sing the next day, and he's yeah. got a clear head, and it's yeah. great. <laughs> That's true. So just to kind of round things off then, Roetta, what, what can people expect from you again and where can they find out more about all these projects? Because there's so much going on with different uh, artists and so much going on. Where can the viewers find out a lot more about you then? Probably Facebook's probably the best place and Twitter and Instagram, Roetta, at any yeah. of them. And um, if I don't add you on Facebook, it's just because I don't like to have millions of followers that I can't, but you can follow me on, on Facebook to find out information. I also do the Monday's Facebook page, which has got a quarter of a million followers. All I right. try and keep that updated with the other, and the Instagram and the management team do the Twitter of Happy Mondays. But we, we all try to put a lot of content into those. So not just about me, I, I try and space it out. I mean, I could, I could be sneaky every day and go, I'll just post one about me. And I just, but I don't know, I try to make it really fair. And yeah, yeah. I know it's mainly Bez and Sean and quite a lot with me, Bez and Sean, but that's because we, we, we photograph more and go out more and do more stuff than yeah, the rest yeah. of the band. But any time the rest of the band do anything, that's I always I don't think of it as a job, but it always, it's like if we're on tour, I always try and get pictures of them. If they're in the mood, you know, they, just, don't, they, they don't like doing loads of stuff as much as the others sometimes. I just say like, he's always in the pictures, he's always looks super sharp, like bears and that. It's always kitted out in the finest of gear, aren't they? They, they just look so fashionable, don't they? <laughs> We're really lucky um, with some of the brands, especially Adidas, who've been friends of ours for years. Ah, so it's right. got my little package from Special. I love with we, we do. <laughs> um, I don't really ask for much from Special because it is more of a boys' label as well. But yep. Sean had these um, sliders that they flip flops, but sliders, uh, Special sliders. So um, yeah, yeah they, they sent me a pair and a big towel and um, a t-shirt that Bez had on the other day, and yeah. Bez gave me his Special coat. So I'm happy, I'm yeah, happy bunny. Okay. But yeah, I just nick, nick off the lads. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, no, we've, they've always looked after us, but because the, the guy from Adidas who's done so, so well, Gary Aston, he yeah. was a Happy Mondays fan from Blackburn from yeah. years and years and years ago. So dressing us in 1999 when we first met him was a dream for him. And mm. we've just stayed really, really close friends. Um, yeah. I just went to the exhibition, special exhibition in Blackburn mm. where Ian Brown and Dynamo appeared. It was amazing. Sean turned up. Bez was away or he would have come. But yeah, yeah. we're really, really, really close. But yeah, and um, he also um, Vivian Westwood's son dresses Bez as well for stage a lot. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And his dad was Malcolm McLaren. Ah, okay. Joe, yeah. <laughs> 
That's bro. I'd love to get dressed by those sort of characters, John. I'd, I'd, I can barely dress myself through it. No, I think I'd have barely get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> John, you're lucky John got dressed tonight, right? Oh, <laughs> I'm in the house coat quite a lot these days. You don't have to get dressed. You don't stand up if you're not dressed. I don't know why I said from my waist. <laughs> <That'd be brilliant. laughs> I'm the same. I just put this t-shirt on. It's like, no idea. <laughs> That's why I can't go and get the dog. I'm like this. Yeah, we've no, been, it's we've um, tempted. We've been tempted sometimes, Roy. Don't get me wrong, because yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't really tell the difference anyway, would you? No, I'm, I like it. That's why I do a lot of them right in the morning because I don't mind. I'll do an interview at seven in the morning. Yeah. But it's like don't expect me to have full makeup on and dress. I just, I just, <laughs> I just literally put a bit of eyeliner on eyebrows and t-shirt. And Thanks a lot, Roy. Making time to chat. Are oh, you very Pleasure. welcome? Thanks for having me. Hopefully, we'll see you again in Glasgow sometime. Yeah, definitely. Just give us a shout. Tickets for anywhere. You've got the great work, Roy. What you're doing is fantastic. Just keep chipping away. Oh. That brilliant music, all right? Thanks, Roy. Take care. Lots of love.